freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to Gun to Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Today's theme is our... Um, I'm sorry. Coming up this hour is a Responsibly Armed Citizens Report and Dan's Tip of the Week. First, our title today is Going for the Gold in the Second Amendment. Before I introduce this next guest, I would like to ask you. So you bought a gun. You've read some laws. You may even took your concealed carry permit. You're ready to go, right? That's a big wrong. Again, we are supposed to be um, educated. We're supposed to be well-informed, and we're supposed to know what we're doing. The next thing is why I'm introducing uh, James Marovich. He's a self-defense law attorney. He's gonna, we're going to introduce him. He is going to talk to us about other things that we need to do before we carry a gun. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you, Cheryl. Dan, it's a privilege to be here. We are excited. Now, what Dan's alluding to is uh, your uh, advice, really, that you should have a relationship with some sort of self-defense lawyer from the minute you decide to carry a gun. Is that right? Uh, yes, that's the gold standard. If you ask me what my gold is, it's to keep my clients out of jail after a self-defense shooting. And uh, I do that through a number of ways, but it's all concerning education. Now, I'm often asked, why do this? Well, I think we have all taken time to pick the right firearm to carry, to pick the right ammo to carry to pick the right holster to carry. We then spend virtually no time at all picking the right attorney and deciding what we're going to do after a self-defense shooting. And that's a big mistake. I can't agree with you more, but I also think that the average person, unless they've had a really good concealed carry instructor perhaps, thinks that, well, if I have to use my gun then it's going to be like the movies where, you know, I'm the hero and I just go back about my life and then the bad guy goes to jail. End of story. Wrong. Uh, I, someone smarter than me said, after you shoot someone, what, do they, what does that bad person do? Well, they keep doing what they were doing before because shooting someone isn't like in the movies. Most people continue to do what they were doing beforehand. Many of them run, but it unless the threat is immediately stopped, you're going to have problems with uh, the bad guy. So if, um, if you happen to shoot someone and they don't get up and run, you're going to have to call 911. You know, I should take that back. You don't have to call 911, but you probably should. And then the police are going to come. So what do you do then? And the answer to that, you can get from your attorney. Engage an attorney who will tell you what to do and what not to do. I have my liturgy, and attorneys have their own, and all attorneys don't agree. But find an attorney that you're comfortable with. Find out what that attorney wants you to do. Right, because you could use you could say the wrong things when you make a nine one one call, that could incriminate you. Right? Oh yes. 
Yeah, because that 911 call is going to be used in court. Right. And so at what point does the you have the right to remain silent kick in? Is that kind of what you're leaning into? Yes, and, and most of my clients and the people I talk to don't understand the Fifth Amendment. We all have the right to remain silent, but it doesn't go into effect until we audibly and clearly invoke it. So you have to tell law enforcement the moment they arrive that I am exercising my right to remain silent. I want an attorney present for all questioning. And then the third thing I tell my clients to do is to tell the police officers that uh, you do not consent to a search of your person or your premises. Really? And that doesn't raise red flags on the part of the police? Well, the Fifth Amendment was designed to protect the innocent. Uh, when I was in high school, I remember watching a movie whose name I forget, but it showed why our founding fathers created the Fifth Amendment in the first place. Because in England, they were convicting people who remained silent, and the, the juries and the judges were free to interpret that silence any way they wanted. Mm -hmm. And unless a police officer slept through his constitutional law class, they will know why you're invoking it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I do think it, it's sad how little we know of our Constitution these days and our constitutional rights. And I think that people do tend towards that, well, if he's not talking, there's a reason. Yeah, there's a, a good, very good couple of good cases to read. The first one came out of Texas, where the United States Supreme Court says, unless you invoke the Fifth Amendment, you're not entitled to it. And then in California, uh, several years later, this was a car accident case. The the person that caused the accident, it was a deadly accident, said nothing to the police. Even when the police asked uh, or made comments about the condition of the other party, they used that person's silence to show that he didn't care about what he had done to those people. Mm. He didn't care that he had killed them. They used that silence to convict him. Mm. You know, one of the main things that I would like to bring up, too, is it's 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or 1 and you've had to use your gun to defend yourself, who are you going to call? How are you going to know to call? What are you going to get in the phone book and hope that somebody will answer the phone? Sign up with, sign up here, put your phone number on the back of your concealed carry card, and you've got somebody, right? Exactly. It doesn't matter who it is. Do some homework. Do a search on, uh, on, on the web, any number of search engines. You could go to azbar.org to look for an attorney. You go to lawyers.com. Google, Yahoo, Bing, any of those search engines, and find an attorney that will represent you and, and establish a relationship in advance. Right. I think that's really wise. You could also go to uh, MarovichLaw.com, <laughs> couldn't you? Yes, MarovichLaw.com has uh, easy, it's, it's easy to find and it's easy to contact me. Well, you know, and it's not even necessarily just about the criminal uh, angle of things that you know, when the police show up, they've got to sort out who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. Did you, uh, as the good guy, did you behave responsibly? Did you, are you uh, watching where all of the projectiles are coming out of your gun? Did you accidentally hit your neighbor's house or the neighbor's dog or whatever? So you've got the criminal angle, but you've also got a whole bag of worms with um, civil Right. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, I always tell my clients that you can expect there to be a criminal investigation of your conduct and you can expect there to be a civil investigation. The person who you shot 
might sue you or that person's family might sue you, uh, sue you for wrongful death. But what if they're clearly the bad guy? Well, then let's hope that your attorney knows how to defend you properly, and I would expect that you'll win the case. But it, whether you're going to win or not, a person's going to spend emotional, financial, and all kinds of time defending a lawsuit. Nobody wants to do that. No, I mean, so expensive, and it, it takes time out of your family life. It takes time away from your job. Uh, I think it puts a cloud over you that people might think that maybe you behaved irresponsibly or provoked or asked for what you're getting. We don't often talk about the emotional toll, but there is one, and everyone should be aware of that and be prepared for it. Absolutely. Now, um, before the show, we were kind of talking about, you know, the things that we might bring up on the show. And you didn't tell me what this is, but you said you have a no blabbering rule. Uh, let's call it the Maravich no blabbering rule. <laughs> uh, that gets my client's attention when I use it. And I said, don't, when you call 911, don't blabber. Now, my rule for talking to the police is simple. Don't talk to the police. That's what your attorney is for. Don't say a word to the police except invoke your rights audibly. But when you call 911, use it for the purpose that it was intended for when it was first created, I think, in the state of Alabama. It's to call for help. Don't tell the 911 operator in detail what, what has happened, what you've done. Never say that you shot somebody, uh, but ask for an ambulance, ask for the police, tell them in general. This is what happened, and the bad guy has been shot. Send the ambulance, send the police. Yeah, and I've seen calls or I've heard calls where they try to get that information from you. Yes, they will. So you need to be aware. And then I, my advice is then hang up because your first concern should be that bad guy. And if, if that person is still around or has accomplices or is lying on your floor, you don't want to spend time talking on the telephone. You want to make sure the threat is stopped. Right. You never know if there's more than one person around the corner or whatever. I remember back in the late 70s, I uh, stopped an armed robbery, and I was charged with firing a gun in the city limits. And that even the police could be charged with discharging a firearm because it's illegal for anyone, civilians, police, to discharge a firearm in the city limits. Now, the, the police uh, are able to do so under the law of justification, just like we are. If we're justified in shooting a firearm, we're going to be okay. If you're not justified, that's where the fine line is. You could be charged with criminal activity. Well, we are about to wrap up, but I understand that you're a little bit of a web TV star. Uh, lately, yes. I've, uh, <laughs> if, if, if anyone has ever watched the television program called Stop the Threat, uh, you'll see me on it beginning June 29th. It's on the Pursuit Channel and the Hunt Channel. And it's stopthethreat.tv, I believe, is the, the direct website. And what is it? What, what do you do on there? Well, the host invites a panel of three members. Uh, he often has an attorney on, which in, this, uh, the, in the new season, it's me. Uh, usually a law enforcement who, uh, officer who's active or retired, and someone else. It's, it's often a person who trains shooters. And they watch reenactments of real crimes and discuss what could have been done better or differently. And w when I'm there, I talk about the risks that people put themselves in by doing stupid things, like shooting a gun in the air for a warning shot, mm. which is dumb. 
Don't do it, right? And don't shoot to wound, right? Right. So if th- that show is really, uh, I've learned things from that show, and I've also watched other attorneys on that show say things that I disagreed with, and that's how I got on the show. I wrote to the host, and I said, I disagree with what your attorney's saying. He's going to get his clients thrown in jail. Wow. So then he wrote back, and, and I, I embellished the stories okay, if you think you can do better, come on the show. <laughs> John, we're running out of time. So how do, how do our guests here uh, contact you? Uh, you can contact me. The easiest way is to go to MaravichLaw.com, and my telephone number and email are there. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on today. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. we got to check that TV show out. That sounds amazing. StopTheThreat.tv. Hey, stick around. We have Miss Vicki Cowmaker coming right up. She owns the Women's Shooting Academy in Reno, Nevada. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms, huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show Sundays at 8 a.m. You can also call Dan now for your free customized safe information money kit and 115-page safe money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit EnviroPaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click EnviroPaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix area. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. 
the owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We hope that you've had a chance to hear the entire show, but if you've missed any portion of it, please go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. And check out our podcast tab. It has a recording of all the shows we've ever done. Today's show will be uploaded usually by the end of Saturday, um, Monday after a show at the very latest, uh, if I'm traveling or something like that. But, but generally, we get it up right away. And so while something's fresh on your mind, you can check back in and uh, also keep the conversation going. If we've said something that sparks an interest in you or or maybe you disagree with or maybe you have a and another thing to, to add to it, we want to hear from you. Go to Twitter, leave us a message, Gun Freedom Radio. Go to Facebook page and, and leave a message. That's Gun Freedom Radio. It's pretty consistent across the board. Doesn't our website also show all the guests that we have and pictures of the guests? Absolutely, and links to their uh, Facebook pages, their Twitter, their um, their web pages. So yeah, there is a lot to do on our, our website. So please check it out now. Without further ado, I want to introduce our next guest, Miss Vicki Cowmaker. And she opened the Women's Shooting Academy in Reno, Nevada after personal and tragic events happened in her life. So Vicki is speaking from a place of really been there done that she's not just about you know the the idea of things she's actually lived the reasons why she values her second amendment rights uh the the events included an attempted abduction of her 10 year old daughter right in front of her own home and her 28 year old son surviving a near fatal home invasion these things reinforce the need for personal protection and vicky is committed to teaching women to protect themselves from becoming victims of violent crime her passion in teaching has led her to become a woman safety speaker about developing a preparedness strategy in our daily lives. Miss Vicki, are you there? I am. Hello, Cheryl. Hello, Dan. Oh, thank you so much for being here. And with that kind of a lead in, I mean, I can't imagine what your family had gone through, but I certainly understand why it led you to be so passionate about being an instructor. 
Oh, I sure did. I'll tell you. I think we all have defining moments in our life because if I asked you right now, tell me a moment in time that changed you, that changed something about you. And we all have them. And sometimes it's the death of somebody or the birth of another one. But that was a defining moment for me. Two men in my front yard tried to kidnap my daughter. That was a game changer. And I have never been the same woman since, period, yep. end of story. Unfortunately, my story, uh, the plot thickened six months later when two armed gunmen did try to um, attempt to murder my son. Uh, so, yeah, I'm over it. And, you know, one of the things you said in your lead-in, being an instructor in the firearms world, I live this stuff every single time I teach and every single time I have a conversation with a woman who has had a defining moment. Well, I, I like how you phrase that, a defining moment, because I, I I think there's so many people out there who really have the mindset of, why do you need a gun? Just call the police, right? Well, which is what I did. That's what we did. We did. We called 911, and I said, you know, I was I was panicked, and I was out of breath, and I was trying to explain to the operator what had just taken place. And they paused, and they said, was your daughter taken? And I said, no. She was able to get away. And they didn't send anybody. Oh, my gosh. There was no police officer to send. And I think that was when I really wrapped my mind around it. And I started doing some research. And where I live, there's approximately one police officer per 10,000 residents. Oh, my. You wrap your mind around those numbers, you realize, you know what, they aren't coming when you call. However, let's flip the script a little bit. Had my daughter been kidnapped, you know every police officer within a 25-mile radius would have been at my house. Oh, absolutely. And this isn't uh, uh, the the police are bad story. This is the police are busy story. There was a police officer. I get it. The police, the budget cuts. I have the utmost respect for law enforcement and our military, but, but their hands are tied. And I think, you know, I was thinking about the theme of your show, correct? Going for the gold for the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I have been pon- pondering this thought probably for the last five or six hours. And I love this. I love the common thread because going for the gold for the Second Amendment means I win. Oh, wow. I win. You just gave me chills. And this is a mission, um, as long as there's breath in me and the good Lord gives me the platform, I am going to take this fight on and I'm going to take this challenge on, whether it's as an individual woman, whether it's through my nonprofit, whether it's through the Women's Shooting Academy, Um, It's just we have to start making change. And you know what? Going for the gold means you win. And what do you win? You win the opportunity to protect the people that you love. Because I can promise you, if something happens to me, there are people in my life that are going to be devastated. Absolutely. Vicki, how did did the 10-year-old get away from the doctor's? My daughter saw the attack coming. So what had happened was these two men were parked on my street, and when they decided to make their move, the passenger got out of the passenger side and was crossing the street towards my daughter. The driver had started the vehicle and was driving. So what they think they were going to do was probably the passenger was going to grab her and either throw her in the back seat or the trunk. So fortunately for her, at 10 years old, she saw that attack coming, and she was able to get into the house, the garage, and lock the door. And, of course, they, you know, they were gone before I 
I got out there. They got a fantastic description of the vehicle and of the two assailants, but unfortunately, without the license plate, um, they were they were on their way. Well, you know, you could consider this a blessing in a strange way because what this did is it gave you an insight to teach other people not to have to go through this or be able to be prepared for when this happens. Well, and that's it. You know, I remember that, you know, and, and, and the dispatch said, you know, ma'am, tomorrow morning when the sheriff's substation opens at 10 a.m., you can go file a report. And I thought to myself, what good is that report going to do to me? Right. What I did, instead of going to the police station at 10 a.m., I walked into my local gun shop and I purchased my first official carry gun. And by the end of the day, I had um, opened the Women's Shooting Academy, not having a clue what I was going to do with it. And that was 11 firearm classes ago and six safety classes ago. So That's fantastic. And and it is also a safety academy. Are they two separate entities or they work? Well, they're one hand? entity. So what happened early on, I realized, um, number one, a gun is not for everyone. And number two, the gun has its place. And I want that opportunity to go for the gun. But I also think underneath the gun, there are a whole lot of other things the American citizens can start looking at when they're building their safety strategy. And so also, Vicki, the Women's Shooting Academy, had a difficult time approaching the school districts. Mm. As soon as they heard the word shooting or gun, they were out. But you know what? Vicki, the Women's Safety Academy, <laughs> oh, now we're politically correct. And I'm sorry to say this, but you know what? I'll play the politically correct game if I must. That's right, because what is it about? It's about teaching people to be safer and saving lives. Right. You know, maybe maybe my job is to teach you something that keeps you alive long enough that you're able to do something else. I don't know what my mission is and why I do it. Actually, I take that back. I absolutely know what my mission is and why I do it. But I didn't set out for this. This, this is what I became after the, the, the events that happened in my life. All right. Well, stick around through the commercial. We've got more with Miss Vicki Cowlmaker talking about, among other things, Campus Carry. Stick around. Hi folks, I'm Don Kyer. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. 
Phoenix is a perfect market for my system. And next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, call 1-800-720-6694. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. That's 1-800-720-6694. That's 1-800-720-6694. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And we've been talking with Miss Vicki Callmaker. Am I saying your name right? You are. It's Callmaker. I make the calls. I'm the Callmaker. It oh. doesn't look like that in print, but... <laughs> I love that. There you go. That's perfect. So before the break, we were talking about how, you know, you opened the the Women's Shooting Academy and that that kind of put some barriers up. So the schools, you know, it was not politically correct enough for the schools to allow you in to talk about how to protect lives. And so you uh, opened the Safety Academy, the Women's Safety Academy. And now I want to talk about something that's very not politically correct, Campus Carry. Oh, let's go there. Yeah. Tell us what your experience has been fighting that front. Well, you know, last year I decided to step in politically, and I did it with um, the help of some very strong women that stood beside me, one being um, Amanda Collins, and I'm sure you probably know Amanda's story. Do you, Cheryl? I do. Tell us our, our So viewers, Amanda's our a listeners. very dear friend of mine. I, I would like to, to say I consider her a daughter, and I, I remember when I was testifying last year at the le- legislative session, um, when Amanda testified, 
they they fed her in live on a TV, and I just sat in that in that room in that hearing room, and I just watched Amanda speak, and I just had tears rolling down my face. We are going to we are going to continue to fight campus carry. I learned a lot about the legislative process this past session. I learned what I want to do moving forward. I learned how the system is um, flawed. I also learned how very few people show up and let their voices be heard. If I'm a if I'm a bad person and I want to wreak havoc, where am I going to go? A gun-free zone. You know, we could debate this all day long. Obviously, you and I are on the same page of this argument and this debate. But I'm going to reiterate the question that Amanda continues to ask every person on every campus and every time she opens her mouth is this. How does rendering me defenseless protect you against a violent crime? And And I think when someone can answer that question, then we can start a logical debate. But you know as well as I do, disarming me doesn't protect you. No, oh, exactly. And just very quickly, for the people that haven't heard Amanda's story, she ha- she owned a gun, right? She left it at and home. And owned a gun. She was 21 years old. She was um, a college student. She even had her concealed carry permit. But Amanda did follow the law. Amanda did everything right, did not carry her gun illegally on the campus. And there are details about Amanda's rape that I will not go into, but there are details about her rape that had she had her gun on her, she probably would have been able to prevent this man from continuing to do what he did. Because unfortunately, he escalated and went on to kill um, a young girl in Reno, Nevada named Brianna Dennison. And when he was done raping Brianna Dennison, he dumped her naked body in a cold field covered with snow. So this was a sick man that did what he did to Amanda. And Amanda fought the system. She was granted permission to carry on campus. But you know what they did to her? They silenced her. They took and gave her her Second Amendment right at the expense of her First Amendment. And I, I, I think that's just bull crap. It's <laughs> it exactly the way to put that. I, I don't know how a law enforcement or a lawmaker can sit there and say that not allowing people to carry guns in schools and campus is is justified when you hear stories like this. Absolutely. And here here is where I draw the the line. If I am a legal, law-abiding American citizen and I meet all of the criteria that allows me the ability to protect myself and my family and I am granted permission to carry a firearm, I should be able to carry that firearm everywhere, anywhere, every day. And if I blow it, as an American citizen, then I lose that right. I can't say anything other than amen to that. Now, listen, we have got to wrap up, but very quickly, tell our listeners about your nonprofit, your One Million United. One Million United is changing. We're going to now call it Help Me Help Her. So go to onemillionunited.com. Keep an eye on that page, friends. It's going to change. It's going to be 100% donor-funded, and it's going to allow me to help her, help me help her. And I'm super excited. I'm going to travel the country offering free training seminars at no charge for women across the country. I want to partner with the Girl Scouts of America and every other female-based organization that I can possibly think of. Fantastic. Vicki, we need more of you out there, and I think that every person that you touch is an opportunity to have more of you out there. Thank you. And you know what? It's, it's, it's you and your husband allowing me this platform. And I can't thank you guys enough because you're what is giving safety a voice. 
Oh, thank you so much. I know we're going to have you back on again. Best of luck with your Help Me Help Her and your Women's Shooting Academy and your Women's Safety Academy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, now stick around because we still have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week coming up right after this commercial. Bill Bennett doesn't agree with the president's view of Islam. Whoever wants to enter paradise, the Prophet Muhammad taught, let him treat people the way he would love to be treated. The problem is that uh, when people go around killing all these uh, innocent people, they do this Allahu Akbar thing and um, praise Allah. That's, that's the problem. And I did think that Islam did not mean peace. I thought it meant submission. Weekday mornings at 4, right before Mike Gallagher at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Straight Talk. Honest Answers. The Car Pro Show. We haven't even talked at all about the uh, new Land Rover that you're driving. This thing does drive great, but I gotta tell you something. This is one gas-sucking son of a gun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I swear to God I'm getting 10 miles to the gallon. Wow. This is not the car you want if gas goes to $4 a gallon. Or 5 Man. Email Jerry Rentals at carproshow.com. Listen to the Car Pro Show every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. Right here on 960 The Patriot. Before you buy a TV, you check with Consumer Reports. Before you hire a company, you check with the Better Business Bureau. So before you hire an attorney, go to azbar.org. azbar.org has lots of great information, things you need to know before you hire an attorney, and what to do if something goes wrong. Also, our Find a Lawyer section can help you find someone in your area who understands your legal need. It's all at azbar.org, the State Bar of Arizona, serving the public, enhancing the legal profession. Sponsored by the State Bar of Arizona, aired in cooperation with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and the station. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar 
dealer for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking for a radio station that actually cares about real news? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back on this beautiful Saturday to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And we definitely want to make sure that you know about our website, gunfreedomradio.com. There's a ton of stuff to do on there. Uh, several of our guests today, I know you're going to want to learn more about them. And so if you go to our gunfreedomradio.com, pull up the guests tab, there's pictures, there's links to their, their websites, their Facebook pages, their Twitter. Um, you can definitely reach out to them. I mean, surely you've got questions for them or comments about what they do. Uh, Vicki's going to be traveling the country, she said, Vicki Callmaker, with her Help Me Help Her nonprofit teaching uh, female-based organizations how to stay safe. And maybe you want to invite her. Maybe you want to check her out and invite her to be a speaker at, at your group. Um, who knows? Uh, maybe Amanda Suffolk. Maybe you want to reach out to her and, and ask her the question that you've always wanted to ask someone, and now you've got that person. Uh, maybe you want to ask this. This one I really think everybody should be checking out is the attorney that we had on, James Maravich, and get, getting a relationship started with a self-defense attorney before you need a self-defense attorney. Well, like the break-in at 4 o'clock in the morning, the first thing in your mind is, who do you call to clean this mess up? Mm -hmm. Because obviously I can't do it. So it's the same thing. At odd hours, who are you going to call? It's nice to know that you got a friend. Absolutely. And you've you've got the relationship already in place and his direct phone number, and you don't have to wait for office hours. And Because it seems like the crazy things in our lives happen at not business hours, right? Like right. when we got that 4 a.m. call that the SUV had driven through the front of our gun shop, um, your head just starts spinning. You really, you, you really, it takes a while to get logical and say, okay, who do I call? How do I start cleaning up the mess? How do I secure the building with a new wall? And, and thankfully we have some amazing friends that, um, you know, I, they couldn't help, but they knew who, to, who could help. I'd like to remind everybody that uh, although our law enforcement, which is absolutely great, they put their lives on the line for us, you are the first responder. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're the first one there. Mm-hmm. So it's not the police. Uh, they deserve the title of first responder. I'm not denying that. But you are the first one there. What your actions do or don't do could determine the outcome. Right. Absolutely. The outcome. So, and uh, what I try to say to 
to the police officers that, that first responded to our incident was, I wish that we could put you out of business. And they understood the nature of what I was saying. What I was saying is that we've done everything we could think of to keep our store secure and safe. And um, if we had done it as well as we thought we had it done, then the incident wouldn't have happened and they wouldn't have had to come on the call. And so um, really what happened in this situation is... uh, driver of the SUV taught us some really good new ways to make sure that maybe we're we can put the Avondale Police Department out of business as far as coming to our place at 4 a.m. with cars crashed through it in the future. Right. And I'd like to also note that, you know, uh, people who own guns, people have owned guns for years and they bought from us. But now we've got the new people that are buying guns are on the fence. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pleased to say that Almost every one of them say, I want to buy a gun. I need some ammo. But you know what? Most, I need training. Mm. Who do you have that can train me when and where to use this gun? So that's good news. We love that These that new people that are coming into the gun market, and they're, they're 21-year-olds, they're 60-year-olds, they are asking that question. Absolutely, and they should be. Right. But it does seem to be more that we're hearing the question more often. And we love that, especially because in the state of Arizona, we are treated like adults. And we do have what we call uh, constitutional carry, which means that we can carry open or we can carry concealed. And we don't have to have a, a concealed carry license to carry concealed because the Constitution allows us that. But that does not uh, negate the need for training. And so wouldn't you rather be a responsible firearms owner and make sure that you are getting the training that you and your family need rather than let enough incidences happen that the state, the government steps back in and says, well, clearly we have to be the daddy here and make you get certain degrees of training. So that's why we really applaud anybody that's going above and beyond and making sure that they are uh, this, uh, the safe and responsible firearms right. owner. And, and think about it. You know, your daughter had an incident, and so you want to give her a gun. You just give her a gun. You, you're giving her a good chance that she's going to cause her harm to herself. Train them. You, you, when you give them a gun, give them training too. Don't let it just be a gun. Yeah. How, how can learning something be bad? Right? right. Can you know too much? I don't think so. Well, some of our liberal people are thinking that we shouldn't teach guns to kids. No. And that's, that's wrong. That is so wrong. I think that's a recipe for disaster. So whether right. you have firearms in the home or not, I believe that children need right. to be trained. Um, you know, you teach them how to handle the tools in the garage, the f- knives in the drawer. Teach them if they encounter a firearm at a friend's house or the park or who knows where, that you have done everything you can to give them the, the confidence and the knowledge to know how to deal with that situation. So we're talking about being safe and responsible gun owners. <laughs> well, that was supposed to be Superman, but that's okay. Maybe uh, Batman got to him with this Ooh, new movie coming out. Right? I don't know. Maybe there's a little bit of drama going on back there. Um, but anyway, that, that we have a little theme music of, you know, the original Superman fights truth, uh, fights for truth, justice in the American way. And that's how we feel about people that are um, safe and responsible gun owners. And that always leads up to our responsibly armed citizen report. And, Today, the clip that we have 
is really for anyone in your life, at your work, in your carpool, on the PTA, anybody that you know who says it's unnecessary to carry a firearm, you know, just just call the police, you know, or maybe just stay out of bad neighborhoods. This clip is for them. We now know more about the shooting that happened in Queen Village in Philadelphia last night. A 65-year-old man used a gun when two young men attacked him and his wife. Action News reporter Chad Fredelli is live at 2nd and Kenilworth. Chad, what's the latest on this? Yeah, Jim, an attorney for the shooter says this was self-defense. It was last night around 8.30. The older couple and the two young men crossed paths right here. Words were exchanged, fists began to fly, then shots fired. This is surveillance video of the two young men who were shot. They slowly make their way across Bainbridge Street at 2nd. One young man, suffering a gunshot wound to the stomach, sits down outside a bar. His friend is holding his neck and shoulder area where he was shot. Soon police arrive and take the men to the hospital. I think the moral of the story is that you just never know who's packing heat, you know? Right. Old man Sal. He was, um, he was packing, so you got to watch out. And it's just a shame that it went down, you know. I hope, they, I hope those kids are okay. An attorney for the shooter tells Action News the 65-year-old and his wife were walking home from their South Street business when the two men approached. Words were exchanged, and the two men attacked the couple, throwing the husband to the ground and punching him and his wife. They attack him. They attacked his wife. He begged to stop. Him and his wife pulled away. They kept on coming. He explained he has a firearm. They said, don't, we don't care. They punched him in the face. Philadelphia police are calling the shooting self-defense. The district attorney is reviewing the case, and so far, no charges have been filed. The man who fired the shots had a license to carry. His name has not been released, but his attorney says he and his wife have been a fixture in Queen Village for 40 years. He's uh, extremely shaken him and his wife. I mean, they've been here for so many years, but this could be a final straw for them. And at last check, police say the two men who were shot are in stable condition. Live in Queen Village, Chad Perdelli, Channel 6 Action News. Jim? Thank you, Chad. Well, I'm going to put my liberal hat on. I don't keep it around very much, but why can't a 65-year-old man defend himself physically against two teenage kids? How's that your liberal hat? Well, uh, my, uh, not my liberal hat, my uh, anti-gun hat. Why is that anti-gun? Well, I mean, that's what they're going to say. They're going to say this 65-year-old man should have been able to defend himself without using a gun. Oh, right? I follow you. Okay. okay. That's what they would say. I and, gotcha. And the point is, and, and then I heard the guy say, old Sal, you never know who's going to carry a gun. You got to watch out. No, you don't have to watch out. Just don't attack Just don't attack people. <laughs> don't attack anyone. <laughs> right? Okay? That's So you got to watch out because an old man might have a gun. You should have to watch out and not attack anybody. This is a this is a good story. Um, I just um, I feel bad for the man because you know his wife was being beat mm. and and he had to do something. They're going to live with this for the rest of their life. Mm. And um, it's just sad, but he did the right thing. It is. And I mean they're just walking home from work. They're not in a particularly bad area of town necessarily. They're not uh, causing any trouble. They're not provoking anyone. And for whatever reason, these two punks came up and, and it provoked them and attacked them. Right. I, we'll probably never know exactly why, but thank goodness this man was able to protect himself and his wife because we, we could have had a much different story to tell. Right.
So anyway, that's uh, I don't what, know. What I, kind of teenager? What kind of uh, um, adult beats on somebody 65, 50 years old? Yeah, I, they weren't even necessarily saying it was a robbery attempt. I, I really don't understand the, all the elements at play here, but um, I'm just glad that that it looks like everybody's going to be okay. But at least the the poor couple that's just walking down the street, going about their their life, uh, that they're going to be okay. All right, so what time is it now? It's time for... Dan's Tip of the Week. Secure your firearms. Make sure that they're safely secured when you're not with them. Let's don't let the criminals get a hold of these guns. You have a responsibility to make sure your guns are safe. We just had a customer come in the store not too long ago, lost 20 guns. He didn't have a safe. And they were all collectible high-grade guns, and he's, and he's lost them all. And now these guns are on the street. Oh, my stars. Yes. Wow. I didn't even know about that. That's so like our, our circumstances, you know, we have a lot of guns. We have over 1,200 guns in the store. We had a roll of shield that no, I guess they didn't know about or whatever. They couldn't get into the guns. And, and we're going to do more things now to make sure that the guns don't get out on the street. We have a responsibility to do that. Absolutely. And I think that that's an excellent point to make. And, you know, not only did this gentleman you're talking about lose, you know, very valuable and very collectible guns, and maybe they have a history with his family. So all of that, but also, uh, they're definitely in the wrong hands now. Right. Right? Yeah. And he's such a, he's such a sweetheart, too. Really nice, very caring person. You would never even think that he had any guns but i mean he's just a really nice what are guy. you saying about those of us that own guns dan i'm not saying anything i'm just <laughs> saying the average person would not know he had guns i mean and, and the, and the right, type of guns he like I turn the heat up on you no it's okay i understand yeah. all right well i can't believe we're at the end of another show already i feel like we just said hello and it's time to pass the wheel along to the next show but thank you so much for being here with us today and again Keep the conversation going. We want this to be an actual conversation. We want to hear what you're thinking, what's on your mind. Where do you disagree with us? Where where do you agree with us? Uh, who do you love having on? Who would you like to see us have on? And uh, have a great week. Stay safe during this week. I'd like to thank our listeners and our guests and also encourage you that we want you to pray for our nation and our leaders. And be good to each other. Have a great week, and God bless, and we'll pass the floor over to President Reagan. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.